Welcome to the Power of Healing Your Energy show. I'm Christine. I'm a spiritual medium, intuitive energy coach, old soul healer, and soul purpose mentor. This is a live show and podcast all about unconditional love, your light, your intuition, and your soul's purpose. Season 3, Episode 165 welcomes Molly Mandelberg. She is the founder of Wild Hearts Rise Up, creator of Magnetic Influencer Collective, and the writer and illustrator of the Wild Hearts Rise Up Oracle Deck. Plus, she's also the host of both Tactical Magic Podcast and Reveal the Game of Life Podcast. Depression and anxiety are a side effect of not living your life intuitively, not trusting your gut, the lost connections with yourself and others, and I truly believe healing is the end of conflict within yourself, and that healing begins where the ego ends. Replays can be found on my Facebook and YouTube pages. Please like, please subscribe, please share, please follow, and please rate and review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hola, everyone. Hello. Welcome. Come on in. (laughs) Say hello. And yes, it is December 1st, 2021. Can you believe it? I know I can't. And you're probably wondering, um, you have 165 episodes and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to add them up because yes, over the course of almost three years, this is episode 165. All right. So we have a, of course, a lovely guest uh, coming in. And uh, as we introduced uh, Molly Mandelberg, and uh, I'm just going to bring her in because we're going to keep this short and sweet. And please let us know where you're tuning in from, uh, if this is your first time, and if you have any questions, and if you're on the replay as well, because we're not going to leave you hanging. We, we don't do that here. So we interact and answer every single question, every comment because your time is valuable and uh, we love that you're here. So thank you for being here. All right, I'm going to welcome in Molly. Hello, Molly. Hi, thanks for having me. (laughs) Thanks for being here. And uh, I always ask uh, my guests where they are in the world because obviously this is worldwide. Where are you in the world? Today I am in Sebastopol, California. Very nice, very nice. And uh, Surprise, guys. I I didn't tell anybody, but maybe, you know, you might tune in next week as well. But I'm in Lima, Peru. So um, somewhere I've always wanted to be and here I am. Anyways. uh, Yeah, let's just get right into it. Uh, Being versus doing. And um, even before we uh, came on live, we were talking about that. And uh, you said you've been hearing uh, a lot of that uh, in the show. Why? Why do you think Um, we're now making this connection between the two. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, for a lot of reasons, I think energetically, the world is getting to what feels like a breaking point for many of us. And partly that overwhelm or that burnout or that stress is due to 
kind of our societal addiction to the hustle and grind and that we believe that's the only way to produce. That's the only way to exist. That's the only way to make a living and that it's the most important thing to be hustling, to be grinding, to be part of the rat race, to be striving for excellence and greatness and pushing and pushing and pushing to learn and grow and evolve. And um, I think what we're, many of us are waking up to and what has been obviously in your collective consciousness field and in mine as well, is that the being is as valuable, if not more valuable than the things we're actually doing. And that when we believe in possibilities and when we tap into the energetic state of what we desire to have, we actually catalyze the actualization of that into our lives as much, if not more than the actions we can take. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, our, how does your work, I mean, you do a lot of different things. I mean, yeah. maybe you want Mine to talk is, a little bit about that too. Absolutely. Yeah. My work is very much finding not necessarily finding a balance between the two, but dancing between the two constantly. So I work with coaches and holistic practitioners, emerging thought leaders, people who trade in wisdom and guidance. And while they're amazing at what they do, they're often not great at talking about what they do or writing copy about things that they do or using technology to make it easier to run their businesses. So I help them to craft their deep work into inspiring content and hot copy and also use technology to find more automation and ease and flow in their businesses. And that's the doing side <laughs> that I've noticed early on that, you know, it doesn't matter how many tools we have set up. It doesn't matter how much automation, how much content we've created, that if there's not an energetic alignment, if there's not a being included in that, that is ready to receive new clients, that is ready to broadcast on, get visible on a big scale, that there will still be a glass ceiling. There will still be sort of a barrier between us creating the business and the life that we want um, and actually seeing it arise. And so I have over the last few years brought back in my original toolkit that I started my business with, which is healing and hypnosis and hypnotherapy and more transformational leadership kind of tools to support people to tackle the being side in addition to it. And I actually just showed up on a call with a client today and it was like, okay, we have all these things we wanted to get done. And no, we had to focus all of our attention on the being because that was what was up right now. And the things that felt too heavy or too overwhelming or too much just to be a human alive in this reality right now, that energetic um, state of being had to be addressed before any of the actual doing work could happen. Um, so I think it's really important to focus on both. And I think it's really easy in this reality to think that as long as I'm doing the right things, taking the right steps, then that will be enough. And while that is great and taking action is absolutely awesome and I am a creator of magnitude myself, I love making things, it's also so important to tap into who it is that who it is we can be, the state of being that is required to become who we want to be, to be the person who has the life or has the income or has the relationship or has the physical health and well-being that we desire to have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really, I, I love that. It, it And you also talk about merging um, business with spirituality where there seemed to be, well, I see it as duality when it went, because a lot of people will separate it. But I think we're now seeing that we actually should have been having both at the same time. 
I think, I mean, for the people who are running a spiritually guided business, I think it's really important to bring both together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or just even bring that spiritual awareness. I think of Brené Brown, actually, when it, when I think, or Simon Sinek, they, those, those two seem to have a real, um, you know, grasp of spirituality in business, like love in business. Business doesn't have to be so dark and so um, cutthroat and so cold. Especially in the world that we're, yeah, evolving into, I think it's, it, it doesn't work as well when it's like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And how has 2020 been for you? And then how do you see 2021? And what do you see in 2022? I guess those are three questions. Yeah. Hopefully it's not too many. <laughs> um, I mean, 2020, I think was partly where we started recognizing that this society, this culture that we live in has a huge addiction to doing. And a lot of people suddenly were forced to sit at home and learn how or come, ag come up against the need to suddenly be and focus on being. So while I know there was a lot of um, darkness and sadness and there's still so much grief um, from it and continuing to occur through it, um, I actually feel like 2020 was a beautiful opportunity for us as a collective species to look at who we're being and who we are sitting at home alone with ourselves and being able to take a like serious look at what life do we want to create? Who are we actually showing up as in our lives? And does the rat race we've been participating in actually serve us or does something need to change? And I think that's why we're seeing a lot of people quitting their jobs or looking at career changes or even starting their own businesses right now because they realize that what they've been doing wasn't sustainable or wasn't really for them. It wasn't bringing them joy. And um, that shift is really fun, in my opinion, to watch. Um, 2020 was a great year for me. I, I traveled a lot. I had a lot of my own internal healing and processing that happened. 2021 has been more of a energetic roller coaster for me, but um, also a lot of lightness and beauty. And um, my hope is that in 2022, we continue to sort of synthesize this paradigm shift that we're stepping into and bring more of that possibility consciousness into this reality. That's my hope. <laughs> and, you know, now that we're very close to 2022, what do you see and feel? Because I'm actually working on the 2022 update. I do that every year. So, yeah. Um, I mean, for me personally, I'm looking at, you know, the normal business planning, life planning things of what, when am I going to be traveling? When am I going to be doing the fun things that I love? And when am I going to be launching programs and focusing my efforts on that? Um, I feel like the end of the year, the calendar year doesn't feel like a real <laughs> important precipice to me personally. Um, but I do enjoy the cycle of, you know, what are we nurturing in the winter season? How are we taking care of ourselves and hibernating in such a way that when it's time to express again or to come out and um, create or show up in the world or re-congregate with our communities and stuff that we're in a good place to do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really important. Um because, you know, you know, our elders knew that winter was a time for 
hibernation and rest. Bears know it. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that's important. And, and then, you know, talking about the holidays, I was just talking about this that, you know, and I've seen quite a few posts about really pulling your energy back, saying no to things that you would say yes to not feeling obligated anymore, like really and cutting ties with people, places and things that just don't matter anymore. Yeah. Cleaning house in a big way. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, that that's, uh, th those are all important. And let and let me know, you, you know, if you want to send me a message or comment below, if you're on the replay, how you're, you know, going to approach Christmas this year. And how do you feel about the winter season? Uh, how did you feel about 2021 and 2022? How are you feeling? I mean, I do a dream vision vision map every year, too. And it's more about the intention. It's about the feeling. And you place that one feeling, that one, and it's not a goal, it's a feeling. And then you kind of branch out from there. Mm -hmm. I, I think we get too focused on, well, I want to, I don't know, make a million dollars. So I'm just going to put a million dollars in the middle. And that's all I'm going to focus on. And if I don't get it, and I'm sure you have clients that might get attached to that as well. So did yeah. you want to speak about that? I was also, yeah, this is funny because I was just having two different episodes on my reveal the game of life podcast. We were talking about this when we were talking about the hustle and how to do life in a different way from the feminine or from the yin energy of actually being in receiving mode rather than always taking action and always pushing and always, you know, efforting to get to where we want to go. But also we did an episode that was about those cycles of life and how to start playing into that cycle and not, always needing to be in production mode, but sometimes to be in that rest and that pause and that we can actually go further when we allow ourselves to pause. There's a really great book about this called um, Rocket Fuel, which talks about, you know, the highest performing CEOs and executives and the like best athletes that have ever lived know that you do not sprint all the time that there is a pause and that the pause allows you to build strength and sprint again. And that those are two pieces of the same puzzle that have to happen in order for us to go as far as we want to go. Yeah, that's a great, yeah, that's, I have not read that, but I've heard about it. Um, I think of the, when you were talking, I thought about the cheetah as well. Yeah. The cheetah likes to rest. Yeah. And then, when, and then when he, and he's the fastest land animal. So when he goes, he goes. <laughs> yeah, totally. But also that energy you were talking about bringing up a feeling that you want to create. My co-host Chris was talking about the visionary millionaire and how that had to adjust to be the vision, the wealthy visionary. Because it's like the feeling of being a millionaire isn't necessarily the thing we're trying to call in. It's the feeling of being wealthy, of having overflow, of having enough. Mm -hmm. And that's a feeling you can embody. That's a thing you can start believing in without having to say, well, I'm calling in a millionaire and my bank account doesn't say that yet. So there's this dissonance, but yes. there's already so much evidence that I'm a wealthy person, that there's abundance in my life. So it's an easier feeling to tap into. I like mm -hmm. that idea. Just saying hello to Patty on YouTube. Thanks, Patty, for being here. Um, and she's just talking about um, earning enough to buy a house because rent in South Carolina is ridiculous. Now, I don't know anything about that. So obviously, because I don't live there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's um, 
we'll talk about that. I mean, you might have to go back and listen to that, Patty. But uh, really, I think of Rumi, act like life is rigged in your favor always. Yeah. It's, it's, a, you put that feeling out and things, you're just a magnet. You yeah. just become a magnet for everything. Definitely. I have a program called Peace with Money that I started running this summer. And we talk a lot about, you know, the energy of money and the energy of having it and spending it and saving it and allowing it to come into our lives in big and miraculous ways. But one of the ways we talk about the energy of peace with money, if we don't know how to have it in our lives right here and right now, is to look at someone else who we think has that and to literally pull that feeling from their world into our world. So to respond to Patty and the idea of buying a house so that you don't have to pay rent anymore. I would start looking at other people who you know in your life, or even I like to use Oprah as an example, because Oprah has an insane amount of money. And <laughs> I just crawl into Oprah's world and I say, hey, Oprah, like, what's it like when you find out how much money you made today or this month or whatever? And I like imagine her assistant coming in and being like, here's the numbers for the month. And her reaction to that, which is not oh my God, look at what we made. And it's not like, oh, okay, like we could have done better. There isn't, a, in my imagination, Oprah doesn't have a huge emotional reaction to what money is there or not there. She just says, okay, yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what we have. There's always enough. Money is always coming to me. There's this total awareness of a sense of having. And so Patty looking at people you know who have bought houses and it seemed easy for them or who are living in houses and paying rent or paying their mortgage seems effortless. We want to look into their worlds, not from a place of envy or jealousy, but from a place of like, oh, that's what it's like to embody that energy. It's a magical, easy experience. It's a clear, calm, peaceful experience of that's just done. That's handled. That's something I have now and starting to pull that energy into your life so that you can believe that that's what you have now. And I think that's the being side before the doing of actually going out and buying the house can happen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's, and yeah, emulating uh, people and, and just keep following and, and, um, and I, and I know it's hard. I mean, there's a lot of people struggling and I, I heard this, you know, the, the disparity between the rich and, and the poor and they've, they both have to heal things. The rich have to heal their idea that they have to hold on to everything that they have. And the poor have to realize that they're not poor and they never have been. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's powerful. So that is totally. <laughs> oh, and, and it looks like she wants to, she's feeling a call to start her YouTube, a YouTube page with drawing cards. Awesome. Now, I know Patty a little bit. She likes to work with angel cards. So if you're feeling the call, just start practicing, start having fun. That's, that's what I did. I don't know if Molly can speak to that. You just start, it's like riding a bike, you know, yeah. you get on and you fall off and yeah, you laugh, and doing you that might cry a little bit. You definitely might cry a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Doing that one thing that you're curious about that sounds fun to you, that sounds expansive, and following that as long as you're interested in it, that is how, yeah, businesses get started. That is how things go viral. That is where the fun is. Mm -hmm. We need more fun, more fun into everything. Um, so, how, 
how do you overcome limitation? I know we talked a little bit about that. Is there like one thing you can think of that just is an instant <laughs> It's a process, yeah. There's a couple tools that I've found over the years because I've tried many, many modalities. And there's a handful of tools that are my go-to when I'm feeling blocked or stuck or like things just aren't moving the way I want them to. One is access consciousness which is a whole school of thought, an amazing set of tools. There's dozens of different classes. It's in 150 countries at least. It's weird that not many people have heard of it, but you can find out more at accessconsciousness.com. And it is a way to really clear out old energy and tap into questions that create more possibilities in your life. Um, another one is emotional freedom technique, which is tapping, EFT tapping. Um, that one is hugely powerful in like reprogramming the body's nervous system response to whatever's showing up in your life that feels triggering or emotional or wherever you're stopping yourself. There's likely usually an emotional or inner internal narrative going on about that. And you can reprogram that narrative by tapping on your body. And like, I don't know if I mentioned this on this show today or not, but I started my business doing hypnotherapy. So guided meditation, visualization, um, journaling to get myself into the stories that I want to be living into. I do a lot of that on a regular basis. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I love that. I, it's, and really, it's you're building up your spiritual tool belt, as I call it. And that's what worked for you. Exactly. So, and, and even and if you're like, work for different people. Yeah, exactly. And if you're like, okay, I tried it, I'm going to try something else, then keep trying until you're like, okay, this is it. This yeah. is it. Um, Patty's just saying, Molly, I understand what you're saying. Oprah, I hear her saying, you're getting a house and you're getting, you're oh, getting a house. And you're getting, getting a house. house. That's funny. <laughs> yes. I'll have one too. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, she does tap with her, uh, her granddaughter, Sophia. So that's, that's kind of nice that they do that together. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Um, and here's the website. If you guys didn't catch it, um, accessconsciousness.com. So there you go. I put it in the comments as well. Yeah. And um, so there's that, of course, <laughs> obviously. But um, what about uh, your Wild Hearts Rise Up Oracle deck? That's interesting. I'm creating one as well. So where did that, how did that come in? Yeah, I had the desire to make a deck for a long time. Um, I was sort of, I have an engineering kind of brain. So I was trying to come up with like what the framework of the deck would be before I dove into it. Mm -hmm. And I had been studying some cards from the major arcana of the tarot um, to use for a quiz that I created for my business, which is called What Level of Thought Leader Are You? And you can take that quiz at wildheartsriseup.com if you want to check it out. But those archetypes I pulled from the major arcana, I realized a, a friend of mine told me that the major arcana is actually related to the tree of life or the Kabbalah. Mm -hmm. And so I started going down that rabbit hole of studying how they related. And I sort of felt like this framework came out to me of kind of the way any idea becomes manifest. Anything that's in the ethereal realm that comes and occurs to us that we then want to see actualized into this physical reality. And through these kind of handful of steps, um, 
we create things. That's how a book gets written. That's how a baby gets born. That's how a relationship gets built. It's how a business gets created. All these different things start out here and then they come into the physical reality. And so I use those um, five cards plus one more from Major Arcana as the six suits of the deck. And then I sort of invented what ace through 10 would be and related those ace through 10 ideas with how that would relate to the fool or the magician or the hierophant. And so then I had like the names of all the cards and I spent a couple years writing the, the guidebook and drawing the pictures and coloring them in. And I think it's been a little over two years since I launched the deck on Indiegogo. And yeah, it's, it's fun because there are a number of clients and friends out there who love the deck and keep giving it away to their friends and having to buy more of them. And then there, uh, one friend of mine is actually using the deck as the basis of a class that he's teaching. He pulls a card every class and teaches about it. Um, so it's, it's really fun. It was a, just a passion project that had to come out of me and it's ended up being a really beautiful uh, way I get to spread my magic and a way that other people get to connect to their magic too. Yeah, I love that. But uh, yeah, it's a teaching tool, right? Too. Definitely. So and it's and it's something that's timeless. It's like a book. It just Yeah. Yeah, I love Touch that. I love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I always ask two questions of my guest and uh, these are always fun. Um, how can we as a collective energy help make your dreams come true? I always ask, do you have like a Moby Dick? What's your Moby Dick or is it just <laughs> something you've always wanted? The big red tricycle goal of my immediate future is a giant piece of property that I'm hoping to buy to build retreat centers on to have uh, space for more people to come together in community and to heal and transform and evolve. Um, and I mean, the way to support that vision coming to life is, yeah, to share videos like this to check out if anyone out there is a coach or a holistic practitioner or a healer and you want to grow your business and get support doing that, I would love to support you. I have so many offerings um, that you could check out. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if we're talking about how to support my dream, you could just imagine that being true and real and happening for me already because as we're talking about being versus doing, seeing that vision actualizing the more potency we have behind that i think the faster it will come to life mm -hmm. like a healing retreat healing center i love that yeah. we need more of those more <laughs> definitely of those, yeah. <laughs> uh and what does magic mean to you i know you filled it out on on the form there at the very you know when we talked months ago but maybe yeah. it's changed maybe it's the same i can't even remember what i said on that <laughs> form but um magic to me is the energetic field connecting all of us. It is the um, undercurrent of energy that we can participate in, that we can um, wield and not necessarily control, but maneuver. Mm -hmm. um, it is the potency that exists within each of us. And it is the higher consciousness that we can all tap into to continue expanding into our true selves. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, or sorry, Patty, I, I just happened to read a comment. She, she's funny. Did you say <laughs> hippotherapy? Hypnotherapy. <laughs> That's cute. Hippotherapy. That's oh, Patty, you're too much. I'm going to read that now. 
<laughs> oh, you're so sweet. All right. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Um, is there any, any last words you'd like to say to everyone for, you know, 2021 into 2022 or anything you'd like to share? Just keep going. I know that there's a lot of places we can look to say that things look grim or dismal or to believe that greater is not possible. And um, it is a tunnel, not a cave. The light will return. And if you're going through something dark and scary right now, know that there is light on the end of this and don't give up and keep going. And the only thing that matters is you and how connected you feel to your people. So if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling stuck, reach out, allow others to show up and support you. It is a gift to get to support other people. Um, and don't be shy about asking for what you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are wonderful, wonderful tips. And, and like my uh, father-in-law would say, if you don't ask, you don't get. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very Gandhi-like. Anyways, um, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate everything you shared with us today. And if you'd like to uh, get in touch with Molly, I have left all of her links in the comments uh, below if you'd like to work with her. I'd, like she said, she has lots of freebies. Uh, feel free to reach out to her via her website or through her podcast as well. Um, just some cleaning, you know, some house cleaning, just letting you guys know it's coming. It is already December, but December energy update is coming. I never do the first of the month for anything, including my newsletter. So you guys can just wait and marinate in that um, as well. This Friday, it is uh, the new moon in Sagittarius total solar eclipse. This is a free event. Come join me for ritual readings and healings. It's going to be fun. And then Saturday as well. Unleash Your Soul's Purpose, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. Wednesdays, we're, we're holding off until January. Just so you guys know, let me know if you really enjoy Wednesday. I'll keep it going. Um, if you need the links for that, let me know. And as well, our street team is building uh, regarding my new book, Intuition Saved My Life. There'll be more details coming about that. And last but not least, the 2022 Visioning Energy. It's a free solstice broadcast, December 21st, 2021, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4.30 Eastern. So let me know if you need the link for that. This is an annual update. And um, thank you guys so much. If you have an amazing guest or someone you want to bring on the show, send them my way, of course. Uh, we love uh, telling stories and sharing and um, yeah, Patty's just saying thank you so much, Molly. Thanks, Patty. Thanks. <laughs> yes, and lots of love and light to you both, and to you as well, Patty. You've always been a wonderful supporter, and um, yeah, it's on Amazon. Thank you for reminding me. Mm -hmm. But uh, I want to send you guys uh, lots of love, peace, joy, blessings wherever you happen to be, and please remember, healing begins where the ego ends. Take care. <laughs>